0: Shock.
1: We travel through time to help history along. Give it a push where it's needed.
2: Super Toy-Con. What? Super Toy-Con. Toy Apparently this is not the first one. They've been doing this for at least a, at least one year, if it. not more. And me and my girl were looking at uh, various cons that we go to, expos, see what's out there. And we're just like, let's look up horror con. Let's look up sci-fi cons. Let's see what we can find coming to Vegas. Toy con. There Toy-Con. it is. Holy shit. So oh. just by accident happened Oh, that. my gosh. I bet it's, well, who 27th knows? 27th to 29th. Well, again, Circus Circus, right. not, not the place for conventions. Not the place for yeah. breathing. Because of yeah, that
0: location, but. I'm only going to give it a four kicks in the dick for awesome. Oh, you're <laughs> you're see, so happy Who knows? With you yeah. never know. Dude, it's awesome. You never know. You never know what they'll have.
3: Uh, I did take off for the uh, the Wizard World Con, though, that's coming here. That in April? The, when is yeah, that? April, yeah. yep. That's Perhaps about I'll 20, have a windfall before that con. 24th, 25th, 26th, I believe? Sure. I have to look that up again. That's a week after
4: um Vale, right? a week after night. Tomorrow the
5: AVNs are, are coming here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, at uh, right, the adult is. convention. I think the actual AVN award happens till Sunday, but I work very close to it, so it's always an interesting time. In fact, there was a weird kind of thing that happened at the end of work the other day, which I will tell you afterwards, because I'm not putting that on the air.
5: Okay. <laughs> okay. What? Interesting.
2: Welcome, everybody! Is Geek Shock number two seventy-one? I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul.
4: Eighties Jeff. Commander K. Oh, uh, Fact check, Andy.
2: <laughs> you okay over there?
6: Yeah,
2: good. Flip floppy Matt. And we're here to talk week and geek. Andy, you, you, you're a trooper. You're you had eye surgery today. Yeah. And, and, and woman stuck a needle in my eye, but it was fun. Commander and K. Then there was the surgery. Commander K picks you up and brings you here and look at this. Literally, state of
0: view. folks, he had eye surgery, but he's like, Kirsten, carry me to the car. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Actually, I'm really fine. It's a funny thing. Yeah, been you been asshole. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's been playing this up up for the last hour and a half. That's pretty good. There's a lot of funny shit I had to suppress. That's true.
4: (laughs) Well, relatively speaking. I I did have the surgery, and it went fine, and everything's a hunky-dory, and I'm amazed how well I feel. I expected to be, like, drugged up or groggy, and that's why I made Kirsten come get me, uh, because I thought it'd be funny to have me drugged up and groggy, but I'm afraid you have lucid dandy which is, you know,
2: (laughs) which is in itself kind of fucked up, but that's all right. So you did take advantage of it, like,
5: Get me a drink.
4: I need a. We well, did for a
0: while. Oh, yeah. Lucid Andy. Twice He's the getting, energy, yeah. half the funny. Y'all notice I didn't move <laughs> the couch back. Please go to the jewelry store and buy me a pretty ring. <laughs>
2: I've had really, a tough really, day. Really, Andy, you
0: told him about that part? Shh. Buy me a pretty ring, Kirsten. <laughs> Man. Make me a happy girl. <laughs> We're going to be late. Tell them there was a car accident on the highway and you're delayed. <laughs>
4: Fuck. <laughs> On the plus point, you got to you got to go buy all the whores.
0: Yeah, all you got tours. to go buy all the whores. Yep, yeah, right. Running along the Tropicana corridor uh, for uh, all you uh, prospective tourists out there. <laughs> it's uh, from uh, about Arville down to Industrial. Uh, the the ladies of the night ply their wares. Were there a lot out there tonight?
2: There were. Four there, or were a few. Yeah. there were five. It's a few. it's a tough month for everybody. It is, it is convention time,
0: so yeah. you know you got
4: to make sure duckets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I rarely go down that road and don't see at least one. No, no, oh, yeah, well, that's all the strip he clubs. I out never there. go down that road. What are you guys talking about? Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Tropicana between Arville and Industrial <laughs> on uh, my way here. I didn't uh, know about that. In yes, and this,
2: this time in Vegas, we have the AVN Awards that's the adult entertainment time where the porn companies come to show what's new.
3: Officially, it's Adult Entertainment Expo presented by AVN.
2: It, that, and on top of that, we have the Builders Convention. So we have a bunch of burly men in town. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it makes perfect sense that and the sh- Tropicana and is cooking.
0: The Shooters Convention. There's apparently some kind of gun. Yeah, and the gun shot, shot show, show, I think is what it's show? called. Yeah.
2: That, that's a so, recipe there, there, for joy. It's interesting
0: working, <laughs> working at the Monte Carlo today because there was a lot of camo walking around the Monte Carlo...
4: Lobby. <laughs> you don't expect that. A lot of
2: camo-toe? Camo-toe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah camo no. Toe. no.
4: <laughs> I swear to God, I walked into the Riviera one day if I was working on a story and the two conventions there was a piercing convention and a professional dart tournament convention. <laughs> <laughs> we well, live the story the writes most, itself. The
2: most random town. I love it. I love this. Did they do some combo action there? It's
4: like, all right, hold your ear right up there.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, put the ear
3: up against the the dartboard. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now hold still. (laughs) Oh, I got your nose. Sorry. You want a Prince Albert? What? Okay, hold hold it up. (laughs) Bring out the batwing.
4: You better let him out of the can.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That one was in the can. (laughs) And I'm also kind of paying attention because a friend of mine, acquaintance friend, just got hired for a porn reality show. Wow. Think of it as uh, the real world except the camera remains in the bedroom. So hmm. I will keep you abreast as to oh, that no. he's abreast. <laughs> yeah. But he's he's attending the show as a performer for the first time in his life and it's interesting. It's oh, so it's been fun to pick his brain. Yes, please keep us, <laughs> keep us nippled. Keep us titied about everything that happens. <laughs> Keep his
7: pussy hole about everything that goes down. We <laughs> want to know all the pussy details.
4: So Andy so Andy can erect the story. That's bump,
7: right. Bom, bomb bom, with his Years cock. ago, I
4: was doing caricatures, and i was drawn a couple, and they were. it was during this week. It was during AVN week. And I'm like, okay, what do you do? And she's like, oh, I work in movies. Oh, really? What movies? Well, you know, adult movies. I don't know. What's your name? Janet Jackme. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Janet Jackme.
7: Did you incorporate that into the uh, I caricature? I was well in
4: the drawing by then. Yeah, <laughs> no. I, was...
2: and I, I, I love my friend's porn name. The producer created it for him. It
3: is... <laughs> <laughs> he can't even get it out. Hey-oh. Hey-o. That's an awful porn <laughs>
4: name, Jeff.
2: Buddy Hollywood. Oh. <laughs> Buddy Hollywood. <laughs> wow. It's, it's about perfect. Yeah. <laughs> does, he look,
4: does he look kind of uh, Buddy Holly-ish?
2: Yes. That's yes. Nice. That's right. it, rim glasses. It very well fits him without a doubt.
3: Nice. That's hilarious.
2: So, here we go talking about the geeky things we did this week, uh but I want to turn it over to Andy real quick cuz you saw Reanimator the musical. I did. Yes. That's why Vegas. I wasn't
4: here the last time. There was a uh, yeah.
2: I I want to know all about it.
4: It was great. I, I was there opening night so Stuart Gordon was sitting behind me um checking the show out it was actually full of weird sort of local vegas vegas uh celebrities but wow. um yeah george went was great he was playing the uh, the dean and uh the guy playing uh the, the guy playing herbert west was a standout and the guy playing uh dr hill was a real standout everybody else was really competent it was a really great show um there is a splash zone in the first three rows beautiful and uh it's very necessary in fact one of the first things they did uh I mean, you know, as they're singing the the uh, the light operetta opening, you know, here's the show, here's what's gonna happen, kind of thing. One of the characters walked out with a literal bucket of blood and poured it across the first three rows. Wow. Glorious! So yeah, mm. nice. Well, probably not a literal bucket, a little bucket of fake blood. Cause- I, I, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I hope someone
2: wore a white tux on purpose, just to- yeah, that would have <laughs> been great. Yeah, they're all probably, probably covered, covered in raincoats it. and whatnot. Yeah,
4: they, they've got they've got they've got the whole trash bags and plastic in front of them. But yeah, I. I'm sure people, and I know one guy I saw who was intentionally not covered up, and he was being interviewed afterwards with his entirely, you know, looked like he'd been to a Guar concert shirt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Grand Guignol Theater is back again. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it was wonderful.
4: But yeah, and it's, it's a funny little show. I mean, it's, it's got some great you know, great little songs, and they really do the show from the, uh, the movie. I mean, it's uh, very much the movie condensed into a musical.
2: I love it. Is there a soundtrack available?
4: Not that I know of yet, but I'm sure there will be.
2: okay. Is this kind of thing where they're out touring it, getting the kinks out before they go to something bigger they or is this this they, they is did it in
4: l a first and so I think this is the first place they've toured it um i I suspect if it's successful here or if if they get the kinks out here, i don't I don't think they're expecting a huge crowd.
2: So you feel they're kind of still workshopping it a bit.
4: If they did, I mean, it, it doesn't need a lot of polishing. It's, it's pretty tight. Okay, it's, it's definitely worth seeing. If it's uh, is it still playing. Still, no, it's, I think it's, it's over done. now. Isn't it's moved it? on. If it comes, if it comes to your town, it's definitely worth seeing. I believe
2: Saturday or Sunday was the yeah. last day. Nice. What are the geeky things to do this week, gentlemen? Oh how exciting! Wow, wow. I, know I know. I, just, I was just like, I was like, oh, well, we um,
0: uh, Major Meh, showed up at game night with uh, Castle Ravenloft, the uh, the um, uh, Wizards of the Coast uh, board game D and D game,
6: mm-hmm.
0: um, tile based. Uh, forgot about that. Yeah, and uh, we uh, we played that and we enjoyed that. He also got Imperial Assault, which we haven't started yet. That's the Star Wars tactical game. So I've also been playing a lot of
4: Catan uh, electronically on the Xbox. I love a good tile-based game. This one's uh, interesting um, because it seems like every turn at least one monster came out. I mean, you were just like constantly fighting monsters. It was bizarre. Nice. But it was a fun game. Absolutely. I went to see the, um, uh, over Christmas break, I went over and saw the the ship from uh, Time Bandits which I'm going to go back in the summer and ride it, I think. So where is this? Uh, it's in Big Bear in California. I, I passed the exit to Big Bear. I've probably passed it 90 times going to California. And there's a sign, you know, a sign going off of Big Bear. And it's you know an hour or so off the road from Victorville. but yeah, And you have to climb this great winding mountain road to get up to the top of it. There's a lake on top of a mountain. And oh, wow. uh, they're skiing up there, and there's a big lake. And wow. the ship from Time Bandits has been parked there for I don't know. Maybe forever. I don't know. It's been here for a long time. But uh, Was it filmed there or was it moved there? I don't know for sure. It's I'm willing to bet it was moved there. But it would have been a bitch to move it because you would have taken a winding it. He right? well, probably built there, right? I, I it think it existed before it. the show did. I think it was something somebody had kicking around already. Interesting. Hmm. But Fascinating. It, you, you can write it. Are you it, talking I, about Gaston and Jufro, the show? Yes. Yes. No, what? Huh?
7: You're t- I thought you were talking about the movie. Time ed- is Yeah, Time bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the show. What's that called?
2: Oh, the voyagers yeah okay oh jesus <laughs> it, it, wow yeah
4: voyagers it's voyagers hmm. was that the one yeah the Voyager. time time travel one yeah i, I was t- I, I was explaining that to somebody the other day i, I made i made like some john eric hexam offhanded comment and like oh I love i'm love i like wait what are you talking about I'm like john eric hexam killed himself with a blank gun what yeah well, not, well, somehow was, i had
3: not heard that
4: <clears throat> with a blank gun
3: you didn't hear this either <laughs> he was in oh a different God. show called uh was it cover up or Co- something yeah something. where they, he, he's supposed to be his day job is he's a fashion model and his partner is the fashion designer but then they do all Their while they're fighters. traveling they're doing all this spy shit and <laughs> apparently in a stunt scene um a gun loaded with blanks um, was pointed at his head and misfired and shot like the, the wadding and stuff that makes a blank a blank through the barrel head. and into, into yeah, his head. That's, that's not the way, the way I heard it. I heard he of, did a joke. He yeah, held
0: he- it to his head and went, well, and yeah. blow. And then right. the wad went in his head and killed him. Just wow. Like, yeah. Wow! Never yeah. heard this. Wow. Yeah. Really? Sad. Yeah. Terrible. Wow. I was living
3: overseas and I heard about this. For oh, sakes. <laughs> Good what more. are we listening to? <laughs> Shoot, the other, I don't know why all these years later it still sticks with me. There's a scene from Voyagers where they got the, the the Edison guy, the character is uh Thomas Edison, he's like trying to stitch up uh, the the kid's shirt that got torn and he's like that's it. It's Thread. It's the perfect filament. And just the, the delivery of the line was just that's what stuck with me. so bizarre <laughs> that it was just like, That's it. It's Thread.
2: That's the perfect filament. I, I got to say, nothing of that show stuck with me except the opening credits. That's yeah. the only thing I remember. That's the only thing I remember. Well, I
3: remember the, I the transition, like when they would go to commercial or something, and you see the two of them flying through darkness like they're, like they're floating. And it was like the, cam- the camera show. zoom thing. I don't think I ever watched it. Uh, it's very dated. You probably wouldn't enjoy it now. It's—I mean, at the time, <laughs> don't you watch. Know, nobody watch it.
2: Everybody <laughs> yeah. out there avoid it at all costs. I, I, I'm sure you can find episodes on YouTube if you I really want to. In the yeah. early, oh yeah, the it's only well, one it's, way on, to find out. it's on
3: DVD somewhere <laughs> out there. But yeah, it, in the early '80s, it was exciting because it was like time travel, and it was course played to you know all of our kid fantasies, like we get to travel through time. You know, because you know you're living vicariously through this sidekick. (laughs) Who is this? This uh, was he, ten year old kid that you know accidentally. That could be me when
5: I
4: grow up. Well, the concept was that the the adult character was a professional time traveler. Like time, there was some sort of time traveling.
2: It was America's Doctor Who
4: basically yeah wow <laughs> yeah. and the watch <laughs> out gets...
3: damaged somehow so they don't know exactly where they're going right. oh dear god
4: but the kid gets right a t- because... on a quantum leap because <laughs> the adult had not <laughs> paid attention he's yeah. got he a picture so he here of, the of them flying through space him tell him what the hell he was supposed to be going happening
7: <laughs> flying <laughs> through space they look like superman
4: <laughs> yeah that's
3: right did you find it did you yeah, find yeah, the I, found yeah. I found him i found you mind and, the, and then the music that goes like... Duh, 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 They're duh, hour-long duh, duh. episodes. Oh, yeah. It was minute a long shows. Yeah.
6: You, know? you, oh, you can't, you can't fix oh a
0: gosh. problem in a half hour. Things are happening. <laughs> Gaston yeah. and Jufro had it. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> All right. This just in... The vessel, known as the Time Bandit, dates to 1968 and was a backyard project by a father and son in San Diego. In Ah. 1980, the ship was purchased by homemade films for the movie Time Bandits. (laughs) After a stint as a tour boat in Newport Beach, it was brought to Big Bear in 98. There it is, and it sank. There, I, it the, sank first last year, yeah. the first Google was a whole bunch of things about it sinking during a storm, and they brought it back
4: up. For some yeah, re- see, that's
3: what I was talking about—that yeah. the, the little Zoom thing where yeah. they fly. Through. For some reason, I get
4: all—I get a bunch of press releases from Big Bear, so I, I did follow the whole saga of the ship sinking and getting repaired and stuff. That's how I knew it was still back up. That's, that's how I knew I could go see it still.
2: Okay, yeah. Well, I, I this week I, I solved a potential problem. I think Paul, actually, you brought this up to be years ago and I forgot and rediscovered it. Um, problem? The problem is this end of this year Star Wars comes out the new Star Wars episode 7. Yes. And my girlfriend has seen the first three and has not seen the wait, prequels. Wait, a minute, wait a yeah, Okay good. Alright. So and I'm like and she wants to see them so she can be ready but I'm like, uh, I don't want to put you off the next one in a fear that it's going to be like these. Wait, when, trust when you say her. she
4: wants to be ready, do you mean like Story whatever, wise. whatever that guy does on the, on the strip to get kicked in the nuts over and over? She wants to be braced <laughs> for the pain. Is that what you're telling me?
2: If, if, for how I've warned her about episodes one through three, probably. Yeah. But I don't want to do in order because you'll lose interest by the time it gets good. And I don't want to do out wait, of wait, order. Wait,
3: wait, wait, wait! It gets good. Four, or the, five, and four, yeah. or five, and six. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, of course. you, oh, do you want order. to show it, oh, you want to show it to her? No, don't it's, do that. That's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> do <and, and>, <laughs> So I don't want to
2: do that. But I also don't want to do it in chronological order of how they were released. Do it because, that way. No. Yes. Have Hold you guys on. heard yes. of the Machete Cut? Yes, yes the Machete I have. Order. Yeah. All right, Machete Order is episodes four and five, two, three, and six. Omit one, and apparently in that particular order, it actually makes Jedi even better. Yeah. Wow. Because it creates an extended flashback for the Darth Vader character. Right. Right. Part, part two yeah, ends and with with uh, Vader's it- reveal of the father. And then it goes into the flashback. You don't need episode one because episode one is self-contained. Any information needed is already re-established in episode two. And it omits Jar
4: Jar pretty much. And
2: it mostly omits Jar Jar. Completely gets rid of him.
4: Yeah,
6: yeah.
2: He becomes a small ancillary character. But you miss Darth Maul, uh. <laughs> who again has no impact on anything that yeah. happens afterwards. But he looks cool.
0: But he is about six kicks in the dick. Awesome, he
2: right. is. So, so let me. But also... that's that's that is a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Let but you could you go back and watch here. the Darth
4: Maul scenes. You could
2: watch the Darth Maul
4: fight scenes.
3: Are you going to show her the special edition versions of four, five, and six? That's all I have. I have the. Despecialized edition. <laughs> which is, uh, I, I've, I know I've mentioned it on the show before, but a group of fans went through and recut the high def footage to be exactly as it was in the theater in 1977, 80, and 83, respectively. Really? Um, not only did they do this with just the original, uh, DVD, or the, excuse me, the original Blu ray releases, but they went back through and found, um, some 16 millimeter touring prints that were like, went to uh, like Mexico and to certain universities and so forth to present the film. And they have scanned all of these as well as like onset high res or onset st- uh, still photos that were taken. They've taken all of this plethora of material and recut uh, episodes four, five, and six as they originally were presented in the theaters. And they look gorgeous. They are Unbelievably good. How'd you get these? Well, here's the thing. Oh guy. sorry guys, I, know I apologize. Guy. There's there is uh, <laughs> so this hurts. This uh. is it it is completely legal because they have put these out here for the fans as a fan cut. However, the stipulation is you have to own the Blu-ray versions of the movies. Or well, you have to yeah, at least own the DVD good. versions of the movie. Then I can
4: get it. Did you pay money so, for it? No, they they you, you, do, you no, do not no, have. That's to pay how for they it. get away. They
3: it. are they are available for download. Um, there's several different sources. Uh, off the top of my head, I couldn't give you one. I would have to go back in my browser history, but um, it's called the the Star Wars the Despecialized Edition.
0: Despecialized,
3: and it's it literally is. Exactly as they were in the theaters, and having seen this isn't the kind of film you're looking for.
2: Yeah, I will say that the machete order does actually make the young Anakin's appearance in Return of the Jedi in the recut make a lot more sense.
3: So yeah, you're gonna have to. If you do it that way, you're gonna have to show her the uh, the special. You're gonna
2: have to. Gonna have to.
3: Weirdly, a machete. (laughs) Why, Why
2: are you shaking your head? Just don't do it.
3: Well, I will give you. Yeah, I, I, I still, I think you should just show her four, five, and six, and then skip it because she's seen it. You said she
2: saw. It she's seen. She's seen four, five. She's
0: and seen six. four, five.
2: But it. we want to watch the the exactly saga right. leading up to it. Well, but, sure, sure. but, but, but I don't, you don't know. Need but I that. don't. But we don't know what we need and what we don't need because we don't. Because that stuff, whether we like it or not, is canon no. and will probably be referenced. I
3: doubt that very highly. I, uh, I doubt it as well, I, I, yeah, simply yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's episode seven. It's going to roll from. The, the the 4, 5, and 6 mythology forward. I hope you're right.
2: I hope you're right.
0: I say do do machete cut, and then when 7 comes out, if there's anything in there that you're like, son of a bitch, Phantom Menace, then you guys watch Phantom Menace, or save Phantom Menace for after 7 comes well, out. Well, the rumor has right.
7: been for a while now that the new one is basically all about Newt Ray, Ray Gunn. So,
0: uh, you know... <laughs> Wow, Paul doesn't even have the 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 energy and fire to really slam this. <laughs> he's just
4: it. he's just Paul, did you have surgery it surgery or in. something? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> <the> end, I <laughs> think This is such a depressing
7: subject Hello, for him. I'm a JJ Abrams' best movie. What? What does a Jedi's? What? 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 Huh? Jedi's? Ooh, thank you for watching the new movie. That was it. What Jedi's? Oh, huh? They're coming to the doors. Huh? <laughs> what? They, they're going to break the ship.
5: Huh? What? what? Huh?
4: How did you hear? How did you hear? Oh. Is that a
5: viceroy? Yeah, <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is
4: that supposed to be a viceroy? New Gunray. Gun yeah. you, you, could, you couldn't tell from his eyes? New Gunray.
6: <laughs> <laughs> they're breaking to the ship.
0: What? Huh? They've gone into the ventilation system. What? <laughs> the what? Huh? How they would? Did they hear? Hey, it's not my fault you can't hear me. You put this stupid microphone in front of my huh? face.
7: I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I heard a banana in my ear. Oh. <laughs> wow, I haven't heard that
4: in an age. Ah. <laughs> I have a banana in my ear. Oh. Yeah.
0: Hey, do you know you have a banana in your ear?
4: What? I can't hear you. I have a banana in
7: my ear. News no. you don't give a shit about.
4: <laughs> roger, roger.
7: Hey, hey, fuck quick, that quick, movie. Quick fuck up. that <laughs> movie. Yeah. Fuck all those movies.
4: <laughs> shit on them. Quick aside on Machete, I just saw a picture on Facebook of the guys from White Forge. Uh, the guys made Thor at the bus stop and then uh, okay. Popovich movie. It, it's them in their studio with Danny Trejo. I
2: don't know why. Whoa. <laughs> I, I know. will ask them and find out. It can only mean good things. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Machete.
7: Machete at the bus stop. (laughs) (laughs)
5: Yeah! Uh. I'd watch that.
2: Bleeding Cool reported on Thursday that Fantastic Four was headed back to Louisiana, where it was filmed last year for reshoots. Oh, my. Now, that itself, nothing unusual. Many large-scale pictures usually tack on a few extra days after principal photography is completed to add some shots, and sometimes even whole new scenes. What was unusual, however, was the reported length of the reshoots. A month. That's a lot of reshoots. With local crews on call to work up to three months, if necessary. Oh, my God. That's basically a whole new movie. (laughs) The last big film needing that much additional time was World War Z. Oh. Which the production added seven weeks of filming to <laughs> essentially craft a entirely new third act for the movie.
4: Doesn't Robert Rodriguez like make up like three movies in that time? Pretty Something much. like that. <laughs> yeah. Who's making in his this garage? Story. Who's directing this? Is Josh this?
2: Trank.
7: We don't even know who he. What is he's he? Doing? got the
2: Chronicle, which again I really enjoyed Chronicle. Mm.
3: Chronicle is a good film. Uh, the but news he's, about I guess he's hamstrung with this crap. The oh, news yeah. about
2: the reshoots have yeah, included some other troubling info. The foc- that Fox execs were not happy with the film. No shit. That it was a, quote, mess. No shit. And that there have even been talks of removing Trank from the project. There poor we guy. Mean, <laughs> poor guy. He's
3: probably begging
2: to be removed at this point. <laughs> oh, God. This is all unofficial. Yeah. Uh, some of it has been fueled by the fact that we've not yet seen a single image from the movie, and nope. it's only seven months away.
7: ha <laughs> ha! Fantastic Four, I mean, and Marvel just shut them down. Marvel's not putting out Fantastic Four anymore. That's crazy. The whole Marvel Universe is about to implode anyway, though. That's going to be weird. Uh,
4: That's because Spider-Man is bisexual. Yeah, we'll
2: we'll cover that. Oh, okay. Uh, Badass Digest have heard that the reshoots will add some action to what is, quote, a character-driven film, unquote noting that the right. heroes don't really become the Fantastic Four until the end of the movie.
7: Oh, my God. Oh, this I'm is the, I'm so done with that this. That is stupid. Why do they
0: need reboots? <laughs> Why must we always have an origin story? What the fuck is wrong with the people? The arc of electricity between Flip Floppy and Famous is amazing. <laughs> I want these dumb fucks to go and watch
7: goddamn... I- the Incredibles. Help See? them out, Andy. Help Watch them out. Yes. The Incredibles. And you go, oh, we start in media race. That's the goddamn way to do it, you stupid shit fucks. If you want a flashback, that's fine. But that's a 2 minute segment at most you start where people are active god damn it stop rebooting everything (laughs) stop telling me over and over again how things start i don't give a fuck the starting is not interesting the start is not interesting
6: (laughs) fuck off paul i agree with you fuck the fuck off
7: God damn it, what did I just see that was like, oh shit, I don't even fucking care. I was watching something with the oh no, I did care. Kind of. But at the same time. <laughs> but it was but it was all flashback. The last season of Boardwalk Empire, I just finished watching that. Okay. And it's a ton of flashbacks. And they could have done with about uh 20% of what they showed. Wow.
4: But Paul, this, this what? means that this means that the Fantastic 4 won't be will be Mike Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> You know, it's I got
3: to gotta wonder with all the reboots and stuff, what the origin of this whole thing is just going, oh, well, it's not working, so let's start it all over again. Is this from the, like, the computer age? Because this is that from is... CEOs.
7: It's how CEOs No, I know work. what I'm saying. It's CEOs like... fail, they f- float over to another company. It's also because actors all over the work and don't understand anything. It's
4: because actors become expensive after several movies. That's true too. Sure, they
7: age out out of parts, right?
0: It'd be interesting to actually. That actually is an interesting question to actually trace. Where where was the first successful reboot that came up in a franchise that reinvigorated it, brought it back, and brought in the money? That hasn't been
7: enough. There hasn't been enough, and they no, need no, to, I want to talk No, the.
0: I want to talk about the first one where... Which one? Because what? Well, I, uh, that this hasn't might, happened yet. The, well, that might
6: actually... What are you talking about? That on, might,
2: hold on, that might, might actually it. go to Batman, because that was, for some... 89 Batman? Yeah, 89 sure. Batman was a reboot of what everybody knew as the 60s-style Batman. I
4: guess. Which was a reboot of the 40s um, Republic Serial. Yep.
7: But that is didn't you know, have, yeah. almost a generation in between each iteration. Sure. Totally acceptable. A new a true new artistic take. And even even that even that eighty nine Batman was not, hey, how did Batman become Batman? It's like Oh,
2: he's Batman. He's already Batman. Yeah,
7: done. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> Why don't they look at that? That's like one of the most successful movies ever made, superhero movies. It was the start of the superhero revolution. It's right in the middle of shit. It's not a, ooh yeah.
5: ass faces. You could well, say you could say Judge Dredd did that too. Kind of. Yep, jumped in, in the middle of it. He's Judge Dredd. Yeah, but there are but origin some, stories yeah. that are incredibly popular. Yeah, one, like, of, one
0: of our most one of our most favorite movies ever. We just talked about is an origin story. Star Wars, the original Star Wars. But Empire is so much better. Well, true. But nevertheless, I mean, you're not going to... I mean, But even Star Wars is not how
7: did Darth Vader become Darth Vader. Darth Vader's already Darth Vader. Obi-Wan oh, Kenobi's sure. already Obi-Wan because, Kenobi.
0: Because it's... In the middle it, of shit. Prep for heresy, it really isn't about Darth Vader. It really is <laughs> about Luke. Four, five, and six is, is about Luke. It's Luke's story.
7: Sure, but you got Luke thrown into the middle of stuff, not... It doesn't show him being a baby. Sure, and and, go, and going, oh boy, I'm well, not very good at
0: doing crops, but I sometimes have magical inklings about
7: that. I'm now, sad now, because I lost
2: gets, my parents, and that's why I have yeah, a bunch it, of it does get it.
0: rolling quick, and that is a good thing. The rebellion is already happening, and those are
4: good things. my so, right, <laughs> uncle and aunt dying, I barely as a blip on my radar.
0: Yeah, and I
7: mean, you say it's an origin <laughs> story, but he doesn't really come into his own till that third film. Like that's as
0: much his origin of well, a Jedi as well. anything. Well, mm. he's fighting. All right, so then all three movies are an origin story. Fine, but like everything's an origin story. If you it's want to arc. keep breaking
7: down that far, but it's it's about it's a it's the way they do it for superhero films in sure. particular. Sure, sure, sure. Of trying to go. All right, let's not show the interesting fun shit this guy can do. Let's show him go through eight years of terrible pain after he gets hit by a, a barrel of
4: radioactive waste. When, let's see how that goes. Let's focus on that part. Let's focus bit. on
7: the fact that he's a blind child.
4: In the seventies right. they released a whole bunch of Marvel books. It was Origins and Son of Origins and Bring on the Bad Guys. Somewhere in that series, Stan Lee said, Man, if I could do it again, I'd start every I'd start every comic, every new series with the origin story.
6: And like eh. Well yeah.
4: what? you know what? For but they didn't
0: for a while. No no they every single one of those started with an origin story. The, the the books you're talking about are reprints of the originals. The first Incredible Hulk was an origin story, the first Fantastic Four was an origin story. The first X X-Men was like the one that oh you almost didn't get an origin story, but it was their first adventure as superheroes. Avengers wasn't, but all of those characters had origin stories. They they all started
4: with origin yeah, I'll, stories. I'll have to look at this book's. So again, but there's there's something in there that wasn't one, and that's when he brought that up, and I'm like... I guess the
7: difference I think, is it, well, five it, to think, ten pages devoted to an origin story, as opposed to two
3: hours. I think it I depends on it, yeah. how the origin story is handled, because, I mean, sometimes well, it it's works. done well, like, <laughs> you're right. No, I was gonna say... <laughs> hey, it was oh, done well. It, like, look at Batman, Batman Begins. That's a really good film, and it is an origin story, all the way through. It's how did Bruce Wayne go from being, you know, Scarred Child to Batman. Sure, but at the and same time, even though it's three hours long, also it's... early enough
2: in this whole superhero arc that right. we haven't been burnt out by it. Yet sure, too, but, we're starting to feel it. The but thing, you're yeah. right?
7: Though, but, but it is, but it's one of those done well things, and it's not.
5: It was done well.
4: <laughs> yes, it was done well. It's done well. I think it's an origin story. Is an interesting story to tell, but there are other stories to tell, and you don't have to do it every time. And they're not getting that.
2: Well, right. what's what's really I think really grating this is they're doing origin stories of which we've already had an origin story. Right. So yeah. they're just retelling the same story in their own view. So that yeah, that's well, what's really great.
0: And the rumor well, yeah. And of course when talking about Fantastic Four, the rumors is the origin story isn't even close. Yeah. Not even close to the no, real thing. It's no. Kind of scary. So who cares?
7: Who cares? Nobody's gonna see it. It's gonna tank hard. I don't know if it'll tank. I think I don't because think
2: because it's a superhero so. movie and people still like them, they will go see it. I think it'll get ridiculously panned if it's this way.
4: Yeah. When is it supposed to but be? But it will
2: probably make some money getting panned.
4: When is it? When
0: is
2: it coming? Yeah, that's here we go. That's oh, see okay. uh well the first preview is supposed to come February thirteenth. No. That's the first teaser. <laughs> it, gonna it's gonna happen. be on Kingsman the Secret Service. And uh, we'll get to uh, see it I think in August is when it comes out. Wow, so it a is huge, this year.
4: Oh man, yeah, nobody's gonna see that because they're gonna be so burned out by the time that comes around. Ah uh, well it's such a year well, for movies. N- n-
0: uh, Guardians. Guardians was, uh, was August. A, was a was a late release and it kicked
4: Guardians kicked ass. Kicked but I'm saying exactly. by the by the time that gets around, it's gonna be a mediocre movie after fifteen oh, we got good one. ones. Oh Ultron. One. Oh, but,
2: but people were Ant-Man. expecting mediocre with Guardians, so again we won't know until the preview showings start happening, but oh.
6: it's not you looking even, good. You can
7: even argue Guardians know. as an origin story too, but I think the difference is it's a story in the middle of the action. Right? It's not the very beginning for everybody. There's a three. It also, movie. wasn't a serious like,
5: movie. It was a fun movie.
7: Well, not only that, but, that, but just you know, you've got Star Lord already on his quest, yeah. searching out uh, stuff all through the world. Gamora you you learn a ton about her in 5 minutes. Yeah. They cover it, you know. She's the daughter of Thanos. She works for the baddies. She's a badass. Boom. You know, you learn you learn through slowly you learn the history of what's named but you don't show all that fucking crazy history of, uh, and one other drats. thing that a
2: lot of these reboots—not just reboots, but a lot of the sequels—that have really kind of grated us and made stop with the origins already—is it not just shows the origin of the hero, but the origin of the villain or villains? That's
7: the worst part, and that—that's that, that's, that's
0: what destroyed Spider-Man Three. Yeah, and that's that's where you're doing okay with Guardians because uh, Ronin the villains are established. Ronin's already established, and Thanos has been out there for you know, just minusculely hinted at for a while yet. I think the other thing you're touching on, Paul, and this might be it as well, uh, a lot of the cases where we talk about it sucking, the origin is almost like a separate story within the overall movie that is kind of shoehorned in. Whereas Guardians, the story itself really, it isn't the story of the origin as much as this story includes their origin because it's how it happened. Right. Searching for what they're searching for is what made them the Guardians of the Galaxy.
7: Precisely. And uh, and they don't dwell on the history of every character to right. the point of exhaustion. It's right. a, it's it is org. a visual medium. It's tough because you want to tell these histories through the visual stuff. But but there are subtle ways. Like in that moment where Rocket has his spine exposed in yeah, the prison. Yeah. Yeah. You get all you need to know about that character in, in that And that's that's using the visual medium Mm -hmm. to tell the story, to show character. Boom, you get it.
4: It's an origin story in that it shows how that particular group gets together and becomes a team. Right. But yeah. But it's also a really cool As opposed
0: to showing how this group gets together and becomes a team and then goes off and tries to steal the orb from Ronin. Which would have that's the story that would have taken the difference. Yeah. That is the difference. Pretty smart. There it is. Thank you.
7: That's it. That's it. That's the secret. So if your origin story happens along the journey, fine. If your origin story happens and then adventure, fuck
2: off. That's yeah, you're right. Right. That's the two part key.
4: As a separate unit, it's a yeah. Yep, that's it. Which is the Batman thing. He was already on his
2: journey. He
7: is yes, he is becoming the Batman. Yes, you're learning his origin, but you are also
5: learning. A shit ton of adventurous, cool stuff. You also have to take in the audience as well. They already know the origin story of the movie that you're trying to tell. Is this the great problem?
7: Is this the real overarching problem? Is that people are stupid. There's no two ways about it. People (laughs) are just so damn dumb. It blows my mind. But... Must we continually? And I guess that's the only way the studios feel like they can operate is to completely lowest common denominator everything. Feed it. Yeah. I
2: I don't know of anybody, stupid or otherwise, that said that superhero movie was over my head, whether it was done well or the bad origins. Either way.
7: I think Birdman has been uh, responded to in that way.
2: Well, Birdman is not about superheroes, though. That's a very different, different movie. <laughs> I can't
7: wait to see it. I still I haven't seen it. I'm losing well, my mind. What we're, we're see getting it so to as
4: far as superhero movies, though, is what I've always wanted is that before the recent years, every superhero movie was this is the first superhero in the world. And we have to deal with everybody's reaction to uh, the first superhero in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're past that now. Now, now we've got. That's the beauty
0: right. of what Marvel yeah. is doing.
4: A,
7: yeah, that's that's the thing too. Like Marvel, everything exists in our world, so it's not like we have to shake it up and everything. And the that's another thing about G- Guardians is like they're in a they're fantastic uh, characters, but they're in a fantastic uh, world as well. So it's that.
0: Uh, yeah interesting can I can I actually Paul can I go to something uh, here yeah you talk about you talk about this a lot in improv yes. I tend to translate whatever you're teaching though in terms of writing and overall storytelling right but guardians in that way kind of violates your it does. rule it of does. extraordinary people in ordinary situations yeah or ordinary people in extraordinary a little bit but I think it's a fantastical universe
7: that's still governed by understandable precepts and concepts you've got the Nova Corps, who are the standard police, right? So you got your right and wrongs. You got your, you know, your, your people. Okay. You, you got, uh, yeah. You've got a prison system which we have got here, an out of and control, a very familiar right, type of prison, an system. out of control <laughs> prison system that's incapable of taking care of itself, and the inmates are there for the wrong reasons and that kind of thing. So it is set in a fantastically decorated world, but the concepts of what makes up that world are based, in, okay. a, in, well, a, based also, in our reality well, and it also, is still our reality that's the other thing too well yeah it is it's 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 happening <laughs> in a fantastical there. place yeah, yeah but it's it's happening now and also, in a distant part of the galaxy the yes. character
4: you experience it through is the earth man who's acting very much like the right the, so he serves American, as something American of hero. our
7: fish out of water yeah to let the fantastical stuff seem a bit more
4: Record.
5: relatable well, we they, can yeah they, they are
3: extraordinary people in even in an even more extraordinary circumstance but they're all relatable they're all you know you get a lot of the the psychological scarring that makes each of them who they are sure. that they, they frame it in such a way that you can identify with various aspects of each character like yeah, you know but yeah the,
0: the reason i'm asking that is cuz i think that you're right. that ties to paul's comment it, when he's talking about relating to the audience and bringing them in you want the ordinary, extraordinary combination in one form or another, but you want that element of the ordinary. And so I, mean, I was just wondering how you would relate that to the success of Guardians. Because yeah. there's no doubt it is successful. Very much it, so. It did a great job, not just financially. It was a great movie. It did a great job in telling its story. I, never think, I think I think you uh,
7: hit it on the head, Matt. I think yeah. that the, the fact that it starts off on Earth... It starts off on Earth, and then he's suddenly taken out of the ordinary into the extraordinary. So we do still have him as our grounding ordinary in the extraordinary space, although everything becomes pretty extraordinary throughout the progress of that.
0: But right. and it, by the end of the movie, we find out he's not so ordinary after right. all. Right, but uh, spoiler but, alert. But we are we are slowly nursed into that, and I think like I was like we were talking about before. It's.
7: It's enough understandable and relatable concepts within that extraordinary world that you are able to relate to that extraordinary world, even though you don't recognize it as, uh, as far as like what it looks like. You know what it is. Even going into the, the place of the collector, it's an antique store.
5: Yeah.
7: it's yeah. a crazy fucking antique store, but it's an antique store, mm-hmm. right? It's a curio. So, it's a curio and oddity shop. So uh, yeah. the, the this, giant prison world. A it's a crazy
4: prison world, but it's a prison. A- is this a real orb or a- Oh, I got to bring my expert in. Right. Oh, my God. that, I got a buddy of mine. Let me give him a call. You want to
5: sit here? I got a buddy of mine.
7: I got to make a profit. It'll sit here
5: in my Uh-oh. collection for a month and, you know. Really? I'll give you four billion units.
0: Never going to happen.
7: Be so- Somebody
0: could make a, a, a super cut
7: of Somebody that or, or a special cut with, like, yeah, superimpose the collector over. Or just. Dub over Pawn Stars <laughs> stuff over that and have like and have Chumley be uh Howard the Duck. <laughs> shit like, so fucking funny, man. Let me call a buddy of
4: mine. Holy oh, shit, that's a good connection! That'd be
0: really funny. Well done, Andy. Well
4: done. <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing is, we live here in Vegas. I know a couple of those guys. We could probably pull it up. <laughs> oh, absolutely! We get him to do the the
6: guardian
7: If the place hadn't been exploded, and we're never going to see it again. <laughs> seeing Spoiler: Rick, Seeing Rick do the
4: little uh, collector <gasps> would be very. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know Sean Critchfield, right? Um, local actor. He was. Uh, he's done. Yes. Uh, yeah. He he did. He played the he played Rick when they did the uh,
3: Pawn Stars Live.
4: Mm
5: -hmm. Oh right, right, right.
3: Mm -hmm. Pawn Shop Live. Pawn Shop Live. Excuse me.
5: (laughs) I know the guy who did uh, the old man. The puppet. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. The puppet.
5: (laughs) No, you don't don't give a shit about. They brought in
4: an actual actor at one point. But yeah. Uh, Let's hear it.
7: More news we don't give a shit about. Yeah,
4: that was just the Fantastic first one. Fantastic Four was the first thing. <laughs> we apparently gave a shit about it because we talked about it a well, long we time.
0: Well, we do. We love we love things that are good and we hate <laughs> well, things that are bad. Yeah, yeah. We want we want the Fantastic Four movie to be an um, fucking awesome six kicks to the dick but success. First three, and has doing it been three episodes? already two.
2: God, it felt like
0: three. They're so <laughs> you're Well, po- you're counting Corman's... Uh... Oh, no, I wasn't. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Which is actually better than the other two. But this is a complete Ouch. reboot, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. In, in oh, about start every sense Here of the word. Uh,
2: the 1987 comedy Adventures in Babysitting... Is mm-hmm. oh, getting a reboot. Is getting a re- remake. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. For Lord. the Disney Channel. Uh channel? Uh, what channel? Just the Disney Channel.
7: Are you sure? Uh. That sounds like something's going to end up on, on uh, XD. <laughs> Extra dick. <laughs> uh,
2: this isn't the first time we've heard about the 80s flick being remade, though. Back in 2007, there was news that raven Simone was going to star in a remake film, but she's no longer involved. Uh, the movie, the original, follows the Adventures of Baby... Oh, I guess the... Uh, I guess this is a TV movie. I thought it was a a TV show, so I guess just a TV movie. The movie follows the further adventures in babysitting and, quote, recounts a dull evening for two competing babysitters, Jenny played by Sabrina Carpenter and Lucy played by Sophia Carson, that turns into an adventure as they hunt for a kid that somehow snuck away, unquote. The first movie was rated PG-13, contained the F word twice, which is a big deal for a PG-13. You can't get away with that these days. Uh, the movie also took the adventure to some very shady parts of the city, included sexual situations and violence.
0: And Vincent D'Onofrio as Thor, the auto mechanic. Yep. The guy had the helmet, the blonde hair, and he had a mallet he held over his shoulder.
2: Sorry. I re I re-watched Adventures of Babysitting a couple weeks ago.
3: Yeah, I and, remember.
2: And, it holds up pretty good. It's,
3: it's okay. It's
2: got its issues, but it's still a fun movie. Yeah, Here's I, why I don't think it's going to work.
7: Because when that thing came out, not every kid was a Thor maniac. That little girl was an oddity. That's yeah. true. She was a total space cadet, and everybody gave her shit for it. I, everybody has Thor shit now. Everybody yep. has little manolners, and <laughs> it's a bunch of crazy. It's it's not gonna it's, it's not gonna be. They're trying to make cool what's not cool anymore. Right. I'm sorry. Superheroes are fun, but they ain't cool. Well, even if they they ain't been cool for five years at least comic books are still cool because reading is cool but superheroes as a rule uh, I think you're redefining cool I lot redefine cool I fucking redefine cool
4: everyday every, day. I'm every hearing time some I get bias out of bed here. motherfuckers go look at
7: that that's
4: cool I think you mean hip <laughs> no, I, no that's what I try and uh, that's what I try to shake the pain out
0: of every morning I'm hip <laughs> oh, I'm gonna I'm redefine it.
7: this hip Oh God
6: damn it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and go to the bathroom and make something cool yeah <laughs> oh it went back in Price is, <laughs> hey man that's pretty cool I'm redefining it
6: How do you do- <laughs> yeah.
0: wait a minute are you
4: rebooting that shit
6: <laughs> that's a- hey, Parker, are you re- rebooting I'm that shit I'm
4: having reboot of my turd oh man I was docking before it was cool oh here comes the sequel
7: <laughs> diarrhea 2 the sequel <laughs>
6: <laughs>
7: this time it's corn.
6: Colon, this time it's corn. Colon, this
7: time it's corn. Diarrhea so it the tank. this time it's As corn. As I said
4: to somebody years ago, it's okay to chew the corn. Then you don't have to see it again.
7: <laughs> <laughs> that ain't true. You can do all the chewing you want. You got puree that shit. I don't. Eat, that's why I don't eat corn.
2: News you don't give a shit about. <laughs> <I> <laughs> talk mean, about news we I don't, even don't even give a shit about. about <laughs>
0: So much corn. Everything we eat is corn in this country. I was
7: gonna you say, say, corn you just corn don't eat vegetables.
0: vegetables, right? Why <laughs> corn? Corn's a grain. You're okay. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Safe. <laughs>
2: Close one. Collider recently spoke with producer Randall Emmett, who revealed that the Monopoly movie has been quietly gaining steam. God. <laughs> steam from the turd that it is. <laughs> "Quote: We've worked on the script for about nine months." We now have a script that we're going to make this summer, unquote. Uh. Production will likely take place in Georgia and Louisiana with some major exterior work done on the boardwalk in Atlantic City.
7: How can that be
4: any good? Paul, before you shoot it down, I really think if you have auditions, you should audition for the role of the shoe. <laughs> I think you were. The, I think it's the role you were written you think for. Think I'm a
7: shoe in?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
7: are you saying I should audition for the shoe because oh. I have so much soul? I don't see it uh, as a Scotty dog. Are you but saying the shoe? I should audition yeah. for the shoe because of my excellent use of my tongue? Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you saying I should audition for the shoe because I lace up every part I play? Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you saying I should audition for the shoe because I stink? <laughs> are you saying I should audition for the shoe because I? i'm well worn mm, are you saying i should audition for the shoe because i'll have a leg up on the competition he's uh, saying you should
0: audition for this shoe because you're a heel
4: oh. <laughs> i'm saying i want to see this in the bucket show add, add it on to <laughs> scene three ways add on to triple threat oh yeah All
6: right.
0: <laughs> Asked. All right, so well next time. That's a suggestion you should yell out. The monopoly there we movie are. that's coming out. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Andy is pre planning. Paul's improv.
6: <laughs>
0: no, 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 don't be fooled. I, 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 I that don't whole wanna...
7: things fucking scripted. Don't be
6: fooled.
4: <laughs> if anybody's
7: seen the show, they realize. Oh, I'm not... they
4: planned every lick of that. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm playing the game. I'm, I'm the, the the game of love. Uh,
2: Game of Thrones.
4: Game Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) I am Game of Thrones. Did someone call me? (laughs)
7: Did someone call my name? I'm Mr. Game of Thrones. I'm very small. I should audition. <laughs> I should audition for the shoe in the Monopoly movie because I'm tiny.
3: Not the thimble.
7: <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! Yeah, man. Oh, or the or Scotty sc- Dog, or the top hat. I could hat split or... those parts. I could be thimble one day and shoe the next.
4: No, no. If, if he if he goes up for the shoe, man, you're not going to get it. You got to hope right. they don't have him in for the shoe.
7: Hello, I'm reading for the part of the shoe. Yeah. I'm Mr. Game of Thrones. <laughs> you may know me from Game of Thrones. Very good. <laughs> All right, let me see these sides. Hmm. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> Ooh, let's take a walk. Thank you. <laughs> I hope that uh, I hope that was enough for you, Mister Producer. Uh, again, don't forget, Mister Game of Thrones—that's my name. Don't wear it out like a shoe, or do wear it out like a shoe. <laughs> Whatever you'd like. I'm Mister Game of Thrones, the midget guy. Is that wrong to say? I shouldn't say that about me. I'm just a short person. Uh, dwarf? Game of Thrones, Am I, I a dwarf? Are what? You I'm gelling like Magellan. <laughs> yes. I am gelling like Magellan. I'm Mr. Game of Thrones. Thank you. I'll be the shoe. Testically dwarf. Testically dwarf?
4: Testically t- dwarf. <laughs> Testically dwarf? <laughs>
0: oh.
7: Unfortunately, a- that's Andy? the one thing that's not dwarfed on me. Andy, that's the, how
0: rumors start.
7: I have the dick and balls of a 12-foot man. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's what happens. That's the one treat you get you get giant dickin' balls. <laughs> I missed a dickin' ball. P- when you play please. the Game of Thrones, <laughs> you get giant dickin' balls. <laughs> you ever noticed how my one pant leg is twice the size of my other? It's because I slide my cock and balls down that side. My dick is like a third leg in every sense. It has a full-formed foot at the end of it and five toes.
0: We're gonna cast your dick as the shoe, Mr. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Fantastic. So did, he, Cop, did really
3: do nickname, does he nickname his junk Disney XD then that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the extra D is for dick that's right <laughs>
7: turns out Mr. Game
2: of Thrones only had three legs not a dick at all I have no dick just a third leg <laughs> as for who will direct the project I'm which project a Monopoly movie thank that's you <laughs> coming back so okay alright all right. <laughs> real quick real quick
7: dream directors for the Monopoly movie go um
0: James Cameron. Steve right.
4: Soderbergh. Soderbergh.
0: Soderberg. <laughs>
7: Woody Allen.
4: Woody Allen. Oh, no. Oliver Stone.
6: <laughs> Oliver Stone's Monopoly.
3: <laughs> Written um, by Woody Allen. He's so good. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Oliver Stone's Monopoly, starring Michael Douglas. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Gordon As Gordon Gecko. Oh,
2: <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, I'm no. Night Shyamalan,
4: <laughs> twist. It's all game. What a <laughs> twist! Exactly. <Yeah, Yeah>, <laughs> it's <That's> fucking
2: Jumanji. <laughs>
7: Is it gonna be done like Jumanji? Oh, oh here, here like we go! Like, oh, oh fuck, we've been playing this for 14
2: we, we, hours. Fuck oh, this shit! I, I have a little insight. Oh really? god! Oh.
4: Pray tell. Have you been hanging out with Mr. Game of Thrones and getting the uh, As getting for the skinny?
2: Who will direct the project? Emmett said, "Quote, oh, for the director, we're on a short list of a few names, and we're beyond excited about whichever of these directors end up coming together." The cast is young kids, but there is one lead older. A guy chasing kids. it kid? gonna be that, a, what's a, that a, fucking movie? A guy chasing fu- kids, oh, let's gross. say.
7: <laughs> gross, gross. What's that fucking movie Quoken where dagger. all the kids No, where all the kids were gangsters? Bugsy, Bugsy? Malone. Yes. <laughs> Bugsy Malone. It's gonna be like Bugsy Malone. Yeah, no. I bet it is.
2: The Geyser Collider mentioned that the plot sounded a little like the Goonies, and the producer indicated that's the vibe they're going with the film. Oh, that's the movie we're ripping off. Quote: That's a perfect analogy to what Monopoly will hopefully be. There is a treasure map. It's a family adventure film. There's a treasure
0: map in Monopoly? They found it in the community chest. What the fuck is going on with the Earth? How is there a treasure
7: map in Monopoly? How many hundreds of board games are there where a map is involved? Monopoly is one of the few board games where there is no goddamn map. There is a board. I guess you could say that's a map. But that's a shitty
0: map. What do you mean? It gets
4: you where you're going. You just follow the
0: board. It's laid out like Vegas, though, in
7: a nice square pattern, which I like. (laughs) The important
4: thing is people will finally be able to pronounce Reading Railroad
2: properly. Right. Good luck. (laughs) Emmett also said we can expect an official announcement <laughs> of a director, cast, and logline at the beginning of February.
5: Uh, log ride? Uh, Jeff? Log, line? Yes. Log, log ride. Yes. Not with a log ride. Logline. Oh. <laughs> For this. Log
0: ride. Log ride. <laughs> like, like it's about to happen right here. Speaking of log rides.
2: He's about to make a splash.
0: Quick, Todd, read off the next three items. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, this next one actually has a little prep. Jeff, I need you to get out your phone and bring up the picture of the Pony News. Oh, pony okay.
7: News! Yay! <laughs> mm. Jesus.
2: I, I really wish you'd have waited one more story does. for this one.
3: There's, oh, he'll see no, it when he he'll comes back. will see it when he comes out.
2: So I want to say it loud enough so he hears. Straight out of China, ready for ordering, is the, quote, sexy inflatable girl pony, unquote. Oh,
5: <laughs> God. Not out of Japan? That's weird.
2: China is now mass producing Anthro Rainbow Dash sex dolls to make your own creepy life-size cum jar. Uh, is that you? Oh,
0: Andy's smiling.
4: Are you going to get that? <laughs> it's so wrong.
2: According to the listings, a dash stands at 5 foot 9 inches tall, made out of PVC. <laughs> the price on the site says that one of these could be yours for as low as $99 a piece if you order in bulk.
3: How many? What? <laughs> Scroll down. There's a there's a picture of it next to it, uh, Somebody next to it.
2: The factory is prepared to turn out as many th- as <laughs> 3,500 ponies a month if you need them to. Okay, so here for for
3: you, pal. This is the news we don't give a shit about yeah. right now. Oh God! It's a sex doll.
2: It it's does terrible. appear to be one solid piece, but the listing says that it is good for parties, advertisements, or outdoor events. The company producing. <laughs> Fucking life! The hell kind of parties these people throwing? <laughs> the oh, company geez. producing these also More says it can morning. do custom orders if you're willing to wire money directly to mainland China. <laughs> All right, and, uh, and f- because it is very much a visual, this will be the picture for the episode. If you go so to creepy. uglycouchshow.com, right. so you'll be able to it's see so it. So
0: fucking creepy. Now, looking. now, Andy, when's your when's your next birthday? June sixth. All right, and, folks. and
4: more importantly, my son's is June 9th. Nobody buy this for him. <laughs>
3: I mean, just I, you can borrow daddy's, folks. <laughs> you, you'll see this picture. Make sure you wash it. You'll see this picture on the beginning of the saw show uh, next one. on the show card here on our website. But goddamn, this doll is just creepy looking. <laughs> oh yeah, it has like super huge like. Leg lifter thighs, like people that do uh, professional. Well,
0: wasn't she an aerobics instructor?
4: She's a horse. No horse legs. Yeah.
3: Does it <laughs> have yeah. a cutie mark?
4: Uh,
3: it has boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: mean, it does.
3: Look,
0: I mean, it's got... no, I'm, not, I'm not doubting you. <laughs> I just.
4: What, what more do you need? Yeah, really. <laughs> Really? Now, I, I don't know how much pony stuff you guys have seen, but they actually have made a couple straight-to-video vi- pony uh, movies that are anthropomorphized ponies. It's the same characters, but as sort of half-human, half-pony things happening in high school. Furry style. It's pretty, pretty horrendous. Right. Well, now we know the inspiration. Uh,
7: have you seen also, coming out of China, uh, the foot vaginas? Uh, my girl told me about these. Yeah. Actually, i never heard about it until she mentioned it. So it's for a foot fetishists. It's basically a fleshlight, except it's a severed foot and ankle <laughs> that you can fuck the right. ankle hole.
4: <laughs> well, I mean, and that's that was part of the reason for the whole foot binding thing. Is that was uh, another place you could fuck. It's no, uh, yes,
7: gross, gross, not true. I don't
0: believe
6: that. Up, baby. Hurry up People were out there fuck fucking
2: fucking lotus feet back <laughs> yeah. then.
0: Oh yeah. Ugh. need some sauce on that boring <laughs> harf. we
4: can fucking barf, geek that's how, <laughs> ath- that's, how feet, <laughs> that's how athlete's feet became
3: a,
2: uh,
3: <laughs> a venereal disease that was unenthusiastic you're gonna have to do that again
2: <laughs> oh no that stays we can geek <laughs> Yay. Uh, a bunch of exits. Uh, Tom Hardy is exiting the upcoming Suicide Squad film. Oh, oh Sorry boy, to hear that. Look out. Meeting director David Arrow will need to find a new Rick Flag to lead the I team of villains and of heroes. I
1: direction of the picture. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a real shitstorm. <laughs> so I left. Now don't hold it against me. Suck my butthole if you think I should have stayed. I know better. This was going to be a terrible waste of time. They can't even make a Batman movie that's worth (laughs) a
5: shit anymore.
1: How are you going to do one about the bad Batman
5: people? Sorry to burst your bubble there, but uh, I know why you left the movie. Huh? (laughs) He's doing press for Mad Max. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, well, no, I wouldn't leave the movie just for press.
2: According to The Wrap, his departure is likely tied to the filming of his new film, The Revenant, which I is see? underway now, expected to extend into mid-March. It's
1: for The Re- not from Mad Max. you didn't know what you were talking about.
2: At that point, he'll step right into the marketing rush to promote Mad Max Fury Road for its summer release, leaving yes. no time to actually shoot Suicide Squad in between. no
1: time. I'm sorry. <laughs> Very busy, man. It's also
2: being reported that Jake Gyllenhaal is at the top of the short Jake list to take Gyllenhaal. Hardy's place.
1: Jake Of course. Because when you think me, you think Jake Gyllenhaal. He was second on the list to be Bane. Well, rah, well, we'll, yeah. well, there's a link
5: there. Didn't you fuck Joker?
1: Sure did. <laughs> Boy, Bane was a dumb was a thing. <laughs> Bane wow. was a bad choice. <laughs> what Stupid a, choice. What a connection. Stupid choice for a villain. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Six degrees of sexual separation.
1: <laughs> I wanted to be the penguin. I, I tried to do it during the movie. I'd say... Chris, i call Christopher Nolan, Chris. I'd say, hey, Chris, check it out. Hey, Batman, You wah, wah, wah. <laughs> he almost bit. He's like, oh, that's pretty good. That's, you sounded just like a penguin. I said, yes, I've been working on it for a while. I went to deepest, darkest Antarctica to study the emperor penguins. Wah, wah, wah. Darkest Antarctica? <laughs> uncanny. Uncanny, he said. Unfortunately, Paul, the costume would have cost too much. We'd have gone over budget. Because I was going to dress as a big old penguin, you see. Not that whole monocle-wearing, tired bit. Oh. I'd be dressed as a penguin. Go, <laughs> Almost. It's the film that could have been. Imagine it.
2: (laughs) Patrick Stewart recently offered up some news that might be pretty disappointing to X-Men movie fans. The actor was recently in an episode of Larry King Now and was asked if he would reprise his role as Professor X in Bryan Singer's upcoming film, X-Men Apocalypse. This was his reply. No, Sir Ian McKellen, either. I would... I was learning quite a lot more about the film last night and is going to be looking very much at the earlier lives of all our characters so I don't think we will be making an appearance, unquote. Since the movie is going to focus more on the 1980s years of Professor X and Magneto, it makes sense these two actors wouldn't be involved. The only reason they appeared in the last movie is because of the time travel element. He's also 400 years old at this point. Like He looked really old as Professor X last time. Did he?
7: <clears throat> yeah. You you saw it? Didn't you see that movie? Still haven't seen it. Still haven't seen it. Yeah, I mean it's okay. It's not great. It's all right.
2: It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's not like I've avoided it. I just I got you, dude. I feel you. Mm. Stephen King has teamed up with David E. Kelly of Ally McBeal, The Practice, and Boston Legal fame, and Wonder Woman to adapt his novel Mr. Mercedes into a limited series. The story centers on a psychopath who commits mass murder by driving his Mercedes into a crowd, and it follows a retired cop who makes it his mission to bring him to justice. He'll be directed by Jack Bender, who previously worked on shows like Lost and Under the Dome.
3: So wait, <laughs> Jack Bender—he drives
6: his Mercedes into
4: a crowd, and then it takes him all to figure a out he did it.
2: Does he do it a bunch? <laughs> I've never read the novel. It's one of the few Kings I haven't read. So,
3: Jack Mr. Bender, Mercedes, our favorite interview.
2: After weeks of teasing with new versions of old Marvel events like Civil War, Age of Apocalypse, Planet Hulk and more, the, the Marvel uh, the, uh, the Marvel Marvel revealed in November the Marvel <laughs> revealed in November that the Secret Wars event will bring back Battleworld, a place where multiple Marvel realities will collide and struggle for survival. This is in the comics. Marvel Executive Editor Tom Brevoort and Editor-in-Chief Axel Alonso announced that the incursion event that's been built up for months in Hickman's Avengers and New Avengers series will be the incursion of the main Marvel Universe and the ultimate Marvel Universe. As a result, both universes will cease to exist, and the battle world of Secret Wars will be the place where a new Marvel Universe is born. Quote, the Ultimate Universe, the Marvel Universe, they're going to slap together. Imagine two pizzas. They're going to combine toppings. Some toppings are going to drop off. And that's what he said. <laughs> and that is the Marvel Universe mo- moving forward. The, it's more oh, shit. We
5: lost Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever.
2: It's more than the Marvel He's Universe dead. and the Ultimate Universe. It's all the universes you can imagine. That is the Marvel Universe going forward, unquote. Great. So they're going to the fucking DC yeah. version? What the dummies?
0: Of what the Marvels.
7: hell's wrong with them? <laughs> They don't know that they're just aping the failed
0: competition? Well, it wasn't a failure back when they first did it. No. And also, what does it matter? Nothing stays. Right, if, no. If they don't like it, they'll just have an incursion right. where it everything just, separates again. It's sure.
7: just entropy at this point. I I don't read
2: any of the current Marvel stuff anyway. Uh, Considering a quote. Think, I really don't. It's fucking sad. This is putting an end cap to decades of stories and starting a new era. When you see the scope of the stories, you'll see what we're willing to do, Alonzo said. If we wanted to resurrect Gwen Stacy, this would be the place to do it, wouldn't it? Fuck
7: off. Fuck off. Don't
2: you bring her name up as, like, something. Fuck off. If you ever wondered what would happen if you take the Age of Ultron universe and perch it next to the Marvel zombie universe, this would be the place to do it, unquote.
0: Zombie Ultron.
2: Secret Wars kicks off with a free Comic Book Day Zero issue on May 2nd, followed by the first and second issues of the series proper. Later in the month. Rapa. So, yeah, that's happening. <laughs> so, we
4: used to say that <clears throat> nobody but Bucky stays dead, but, of course, that's not true anymore. Mm-hmm. Th- this will be their chance to resurrect the uh, alien healer chick that uh, Colossus stooped in the first Secret
2: Wars. I don't even remember. Yeah, awesome. Giant man. That's all saying, I want.
0: You're just saying you know that because you've been listening to Rachel and Miles. I have been listening to Rachel and <laughs> Miles. Thanks <laughs> to you, sir. And they, they love her. They actually talk about that. It's, it's hilarious, actually. They have, talk. You, have
3: you notified them to tell them how many times you dropped their name on our show <laughs> between the do two it this of time. you? He
0: did.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, what, what's, what's it, it called podcast? again?
0: Rachel and Miles Explain the X-Men. And it is a it is a great podcast. They actually also are doing Rachel and Miles Review the X-Men, which are video casts where they review X-Men comics because there's so goddamn many of them. Right. And they review them week to week as they come out. Wow. They do a great job, great commentary. They love the franchise, and they are committed to actually discuss discussing the X-Men from the very start all the way up until now, and they admit it, it's going to take them forever. Entertainment
2: mm-hmm. Weekly named them as one of their favorite podcasts out there. Wow. Sci-Fi has announced that it's going to adapt Robert Charles Wilson's Hugo Award-winning novel, Spin... As a six-hour miniseries, screenwriter Jim Ooles, who was behind Fight Club, Semper Fi, and Jumper, has signed on to adapt the 2005 sci-fi novel, which is described as, quote, a stunning combination of galactic what-if and small-scale very human story, unquote, to the small screen. Here's an excerpt from the novel's official description. Spin is Robert Charles Wilson's Hugo Award-winning masterpiece, a stunning combination of galactic what-if, small-scale human story. One night in October, when he was 10 years old, Tyler Dupree stood in his backyard and watched the stars go out. They all flared into brilliance at once, then disappeared, replaced by a flat, empty black barrier. He and his best friends, Jason and Diane Lawton, had seen what became... What well, became known as the Big Blackout. It would shape their lives. The effect is worldwide. The sun is now a featureless disk, a heat source rather than an astronomical object. The moon is gone, but tides remain. Life on Earth is about to get much, much stranger. Unquote. A best-selling novel. Spin is the first in a trilogy, which includes Axis and Vortex. I'm intrigued. Huh. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I applaud sci-fi and these chances they're willing to take. It's yeah, cool well, nice. at least they're doing that, yes. yes. well they got to do something. I mean, and a we... lot of these as miniseries, so not trying to expand into yep. these yeah, lengthy. Okay. Yeah.
3: yeah, that was uh, the downside of Ascension there, was that, you know, it kind of ended on a cliffhanger there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's like, it, it's three two-hour films, essentially, which, if you go and do some research online, it was filmed supposed to be as six episodes instead of... Six one-hour episodes, and instead they did it as uh, three two-hour mini movies.
2: That also based on the novel, correct? Uh,
3: I don't know. I haven't been able to find anything on the source material because it would make sense so. if there's another
2: novel that follows that.
3: But I know that they, you know, Descension. I don't. I don't want to uh, give too much away if anybody hasn't seen it yet. But uh, yeah, it ends on a cliffhanger. And as far as right now there are no future plans for any more episodes. So I'm sitting here going, okay, so you build up this whole storyline and then all of a sudden just end it. That's odd. Did you
4: see that clip of the uh, QVC thing where their woman doesn't know what the moon is? That
2: was fantastic. Oh, my God.
4: (laughs) Well,
7: neither of them knew what the
2: moon was.
7: (laughs) The moon's a planet. And I wanted to scream, planetoid could work. You could call it a planetoid. (laughs) But that also falls into the category of asteroids, comets,
0: meteors. Natural satellite. Natu-
4: that was it. Yep. When, there when they, you uh, go. When, they, when somebody from off camera said it's a natural satellite, say, a natural satellite. Well, I don't like the sound of that.
6: God <laughs> <laughs> ah,
7: damn wow. it. Wow.
2: That, that is the big and problem. Most people saying, don't like the sound of science.
7: Yeah. Is, the, is the sun a planet? <laughs> the sun's yeah, not the a star, is my is old friend. Friend. Oh, if you haven't seen it, oh, it'll man. make you just want to die. Yeah. Ugh. But this is the thing. Everybody's so dumb. Everybody's so dumb now.
4: They're so just, dumb. The thing is these people are... Em- I'm not that smart. These people are employed and on TV and not in a small room trying to put brown pegs in square <laughs> buttholes. Mm-hmm. I was about to say brown pegs into round holes or something. <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> the
0: brown don't go in the round. <laughs> well, the brown don't go <laughs> in the round. The check Andy factory.
7: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
7: just stick your peg in.
3: A hammer. Oh, <laughs> yuck. Whatever happened if to I smart a people being successful instead of just dumb people being... I know. think
7: part of it has to do with moral character. And if you, give, if you don't give a fuck and you will do and say anything to make money, you will
3: succeed. Well, you know, that's what
7: the final season of Boardwalk Empire is all about. You, it's no really
3: way. depressing. You've got a point there. It's I mean, really look depressing. at all these jackasses on Wall Street that basically—that's I mean. They—they know nothing about the stock. You know how stocks actually rise and fall. They just go with their gut, quote unquote. And
7: well, there's nothing to it, and it's just—it's just, it's just <clears throat> manipulation. It's just one—it's one criminal activity that is sanctioned it's uh, that's all it is it's criminal activities that are sanctioned well the same thing with QVC if you want to get really crazy with those I feel bad those prices are criminal right (laughs) hey oh honestly I do have pangs of guilt over my action figures because I know little Chinese babies had to paint those (laughs) things or you know factory workers not making very much money at all had to yeah, process babies can't pay that
4: fine they have to have at least teenagers
7: anyway it's a little depressing the only solace i find is in that it is in my way it's art it is mass produced art but it is art and at a certain point there are some artists behind that getting paid to make art that's the solace that i find with it but it is still you know it's creating a lot of toxic waste from all those plastics being molded and everything it's, you know, that's, that's my cross to bear. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I do support the shit out of them, though. I love my toys.
3: It's not much solace, Paul, but if you also examine the fact that emerging nations with their uh, production and so forth, uh, they do actually, over time, conditions do improve because as a lot of attention is paid to it, you know. So, yes, eventually, I mean... You know, well, they've actually nearly eliminated child labor in China. Not entirely, but they've yeah, nearly eliminated in it. Well, because, I do know. because of the attention that has been shined on it. Labor condition conditions, yeah. rather, have improved over just the last five years. Well,
2: recently, due to pressure of the fans, all yeah. the candies that are made under the Harry Potter name, right? Yeah, they were just... Fair trade. Yeah, they just went to fair trade to make sure they weren't slave labor-induced. So there is so, hope. There's always so
7: hope.
3: Yeah, there, there's hope, and it, it does get better. The, the downside is, though, as the, the price of manufacture begins to increase because labor conditions are, are improved, they look for the next emerging production center to shift it off. To to, you know, oh, take advantage looking. of that, you know, India. cheap labor cost. That's okay in about two
0: hundred years, they'll run out of places. <laughs> yeah. Then it'll be a worker's paradise.
3: No, with the way this country's
5: going to be here.
2: printing.
4: <laughs> it'll be here.
2: Print at home.
4: Jobs for Alabama. <laughs>
5: there you go. Lausana. <Lousyana. laughs>
2: Nintendo says that it will no longer sell games and game systems in Brazil because the tariffs on the sector are just too high. While Nintendo says the departure from the market is temporary, the company did not indicate if, if and when it would return. In an interview with UOL Games, Bill Van Zyl, Nintendo of America's director and general manager for Latin America, said the following, Quote, Brazil is an important market for Nintendo and home to many passionate fans, but unfortunately challenges in the local business environment have made our current distribution model uns- unsustainable in the country, unquote. The challenges include quite high tariffs on imports and Nintendo's lack of Brazilian manufacturing plant. While Brazil has high tariffs on these kind of imports, Nintendo could avoid them by manufacturing the games and systems inside the country. But I'm sure they've thought about that and decided it was not cost effective. If you show. have well, Input mina
4: and candy floss thong uh, swimsuits, why do you need Mario Kart?
3: Well, they, they have a huge gamer base in really? Brazil. Yeah, okay. a, a lot of people buy Nintendo systems, and more and more each day. That's in fact, why the this podcast, cheap ass
2: gamer, is out of Brazil. One of yeah. the guys skypes from there.
3: And yeah. the fascinating thing about this article is that uh, a lot of other manufacturers have had this same um, issue and have built factories in. Oh, that's not true. Brazil. Cheap
2: ass gamer. One of the guests, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I don't know if he's still part of the show, but back when I was listening to it about a year and a half ago, two years ago. One of the guys was from Brazil.
7: That's he's yeah, he's a he's a part time guest. Okay. Yeah. I know do it a while. I know but, what you're uh, talking about. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, several big companies have built I mean, they get around some of the import laws by just having like the things assembled in Brazil. Like, you know, all the parts are imported and then they assemble them. Mm-hmm. So they have these factories where they're assembling these consoles and so forth there. Uh even Apple did that. Uh, they they built a, a production center down there where they were building apple products to sell in brazil to get around that huge tariff hmm. on imported goods you know the upside was that they were hiring local brazilians to I'm to sure work that's there. the reason for the tariffs and, and in fact a lot of these companies are saying nintendo could do this if they wanted to instead of trying to make it work within that system they're just saying well we're just not going to you know we're not going to export to brazil well their so. new thing that
7: they're gonna do that these last couple of months, for those of you who are Nintendo uh club subscribers, like I am, uh Club Nintendo is uh their Ending. their rewards have been crap as of late. Mm-hmm. This last wave, I was lucky as I was really contemplating throwing down on uh, Wii U mm-hmm. to get those bonus credits to get to qualify for platinum status uh for the year end reward because I was pretty close. And then uh, in the end, it was all digital stuff. It was nothing tangible, nah. nothing cool. I got the cool Mario hat the first year. I missed out on the awesome statue, oh. uh, but I got uh, a couple other cool things from them. I have some really cool washcloths that I got from them. And so that there was some ending, right? Yeah, there were some good. There were some good toys and stuff, but they're going to expand their freebie digital stuff which is a good thing. So have a way to spend those last remaining credits. And then it's going away for good in a couple of months. Uh, You can't subscribe anymore after March, I think it said. Hmm. Um, Anyway, so that's cool. And then they're going to do something different. So we'll
2: see. Yeah, maybe they got something better in the works.
7: Uh, Hopefully, uh, or something simpler. It was a pretty Hmm. complex system.
2: Sledgehammer Games is banning players who deliberately kill themselves to reverse boost their levels in multiplayer sessions of Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. The reverse boost exploit works like this. During a multiplayer session, a player continually kills themselves so that they are ultimately placed with low-level players. By winning in the resulting game, players can then progress faster than if they simply played regular matches against normal match-made opponents. The tactic is widespread enough that Sledgehammer boss Michael Condri has warned offenders they will face a ban going forward.
7: That's why I will uh, never play these games. They're just full of crazy people. It's they, full there's it's full of always crazy a new people. Thing. There's always a new way.
2: It's just crazy
7: people. It's like who even cares? They're not they don't they're not there to challenge their skills. They're just there to quote unquote dominate. And it's like yawn. Who cares? What are you winning? You're not winning right. shit. Oh noob you're owned, right. own noob. Yeah, no scoping. Eat my
2: butt. Who cares? I'll never play these games. I just have no interest in it. Yeah, it's killed my interest in multiplayer overall. Mm-hmm. Except with games I know that people will be decent, like multiplayer board games, Catan. You, well, if you're you, playing face to
7: face, it's all different. It's right? very different. No, no, I
2: mean, I mean, if you're playing it. Online. Oh yeah, even
7: yeah But even, even then those, you'll have rage quitters. You'll have a few rage quitters, right? I get so many rage quits on Magic the Gathering. Oh my god. I'm just like, Come on, yeah, come on, just play. Yeah. Dummies. What the hell? Take
0: the good with the bad. Take man. the good
7: with the bad. I get smacked around mm-hmm. quite a bit on there, but sure.
0: it's wait a fun, minute. Take man. the good with the bad? Is that your advice to rage quitters? <laughs>
2: yeah. just just play the game through. Learn to just play it through. You, learn to You lose. learn more by losing than you, winning.
7: Absolutely. If you quit having <laughs> It's like, oh, man, well, your deck's never going to improve then, dummy.
2: (laughs) How do you figure it out? Whatever. And speaking of companies sending nice things out, Blizzard is sending out an orc statue to longtime subscribers of World of Warcraft. The statue is being sent to World of Warcraft players who created their accounts within two months of the game's launch ten years ago. On the bottom of the statue, there is a message from Blizzard. Blizzard. The Orc Statue is a constant presence in our life at Blizzard Entertainment. It's where we meet to talk, to eat, to celebrate. As we celebrate 10 years of World of Warcraft, we present this token of appreciation to you, stalwart adventurer. Thank you for being a constant presence in our lives as we adventure together. Unquote. Do you have
0: any contact with that address? Uh, or are you going to lose that? Is <laughs> some old lady going to get this
5: Orc Statue flip floppy and be like, What because the hell is this? Last time I booted up WoW 2010, but I created since beta, so I should get that. Are you still a subscriber? No, you probably won't get that. Yeah. But it said, <laughs> but it said if you were around I, ten years ago, which I wasn't.
7: No, but you had to be a, you had to be right, a current fuck subscriber. It. Fuck Blizzard. Fuck Oh, them. oh wow, <laughs> wow.
5: How rage, quitting, rage quitting? I'm rage quitting. Fuck How quickly we turn. He threw his mic down, uh, folks. Well, <laughs> there was about a
4: 15 minute conversation on game night involving Major Meh and Flip Floppy and and uh, Flip Floppy's wife where they spoke for about 15 minutes in abbreviations and jargon, <laughs> and K- K&S kept looking at each other going, ah, uh." ah. Uh, uh, it was uh.
0: interesting, though. It was like a foreign language, but they were talking about ganking noobs and camping and uh, And DPS words. and... DPS, yeah. yeah. They,
2: Did that, you watch that uh, Looking for Party yet? That's looking on, for Group? Looking for Group. That's on uh, Hulu. No, but you're the second person to suggest that to yeah. me. Did you watch
7: that, Looking no. for Group? What is it? It's a Worldcraft <laughs> World of Warcraft <laughs> documentary. Ooh. World of Warcraft documentary. It's in my notepad here. It's on the Hulu's. It's uh, only about an hour long. remind him. I think you can probably find it online.
2: I don't know. Looking when, for Group? When friends come up yeah. to me and talk sports, like start talking teams and who's drafts and so on, I start to respond in Warcraft-style jargon. <laughs> and about, yeah, ganking and how much DPS you can do with a Ranger versus, yeah. So, like, had Man, the pack Hunter, set Hunter, up Hunter, in an I-formation
0: against the Seahawks who are going uh, to uh, stack the box with eight up front, yeah. Your response would be... So it is Seahawks versus
4: Patriots, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I know your response, Paul. But <laughs> no,
4: no, no. Wait, wait, wait. No fair getting jock versus nerd answers from Kay on this podcast. I, uh,
7: <laughs> I know exactly what Matt's going to talk to me about on Ice Cream Social this week. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. And it falls right into the way I've always played it. And I, I have been rewarded for my due diligence. I'll just say that. <laughs> You should just well, respond with the John
5: Madden
0: reply. Like, gonna, he's got to run the ball. He runs the ball. This is going to be good because um,
3: you, you guys are going to have plenty of deflated ball jokes.
0: Yeah,
6: that's <laughs> what it
3: is. You know the sad <laughs> thing, though, and depressing in a way, is that the Chiefs are the only team to have beaten both Super Bowl participants this season are you still
5: on that like they just unofficially <laughs> won the fucking super bowl because they beat no us. i'm not the the you're not this the, is first the first time i've, heard I've that. mentioned
3: this this is not the first time i've heard that though. really yes
5: no. yeah all it you just, all you kansas it, city guys oh we beat both of those guys so we got more the fucking champions <laughs>
3: <laughs> no i'm just saying it's depressing that we're not even in this play
0: they're, they're the winners of the depressing bowl
4: because you took that day off you were like ah, you know what well Let's that's in the bathroom play. where paul was <laughs>
2: And when you're making a mage, you want to use, put more points into INT than you do WIS because you got to make sure those points are in the right place for your individual powers. That way your DPS is up higher than it would be otherwise.
4: What's the thing with the K? Everybody.
2: Do a reference with K. What's the K? I don't know. It's been too long since i played oh. World
4: Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the only thing I was curious about in the whole conversation was that Barry has too many... Healers. 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 And it was healers. some tier term for healer they kept using. There's like some particular... Disc priest? Kind of... What's that? Yeah. Disc priest? No, yeah. there was some particular term for healer that was like, I was hearing too many that. of these healers. I'm like, oh. Okay.
5: Disc priest.
3: I'm still surprised Barry... Holy priest. So is that what is? Disc priest. Holy okay, priest. Disc priest. disc priest. I'm still surprised Barry is back to playing World of Warcraft because I remember him distinctly saying he would never, quote, put himself in that position again. Oh, man. man. It oh, man. dominated <laughs> too much of his time. Major
0: Mesh showed us a picture of... Him and the Deeb,
3: <laughs> raiding okay. wow. together,
5: sitting side by side at their uh, at their computers. It's because of the location where he's at, he's he's got he hates it there, right? Houston, yeah. Oh so yeah, he hates it. He's house and locked. Just got a house. So. It
3: does
2: help to hate the place you live.
3: There's no <laughs> yeah. doubt about it. Well, you know, he could actually answer the goddamn phone every now and then. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah, no, like, no, wow. he didn't because he doesn't listen to I'm the podcast <laughs> <laughs> either.
0: Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, I'm just putting it out a Jewish there, mother. Lord.
3: Mother. <laughs> no, I just kill you Barry <laughs> <laughs> you know every now and then I call the guy up and, or text him and he doesn't respond ever <laughs> apparently he responds to other people just not to me so oh, whatever oh jeez oh, oh. you
0: just need to start I just call on my
3: birthday <laughs> no I'm just saying like he he bitches about not being you know <laughs> you know feeling like he's you know out of touch with all of us' like well then just answer the goddamn phone there you go. So, there you go, Barry. There, there you, you go, Vlarg. It's all on you now. The name she of the episode, said, answer
2: man. the goddamn phone. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Barry, answer the goddamn phone.
2: Elon Musk has been working on a satellite internet project to make a cheaper, wide, <laughs> cheaper, faster internet available <laughs> all over the earth. I lost Andy with those first two words.
4: Yeah. Worst <laughs> perfume ever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> with aims uh. to bring connectivity to rural areas with a few high-speed high options. The service will be carried by hundreds of low-orbit satellites in geosynchronous orbits with speeds that could rival current fiber. That alone is enough to be a dramatically impactful project, helping dark areas gain high-speed access. But that's just 1.0 phase. After that, Musk would like to see the service expand all the way to Mars where he is already cooking up plans for an eventual SpaceX human colony on the planet. Musk told Bloomberg Businessweek he believes it needs to be done because of the good for the global communications network on Mars for eventual space explorers. In a nice bit of cause and effect, Musk hopes to use the profits from the Space Internet Service to fund the eventual Mars colony, along with the expansion of connectivity to reach the red planet. At that point, the internet service project could cost ten billion dollars to complete.
3: Yeah, he. Uh, I just read something yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that Google is actually now interested in possibly partnering up with him on this endeavor hmm. to, uh, you know, make sure that more people have access to the internet and that it's, you know, reasonably priced so that you know anyone, regardless of your economic status, can be a part of this worldwide phenomenon. I think it's noble. It, it is. And and you know, it's funny, you know, he is a businessman, Elon Musk. You know, end of the day he's a businessman. But he and the does lovely scent. <laughs> he does seem to have like an interest like in putting, you know and ox. The you know the betterment of man you know humanity ahead of, you know, his profit base. He's he literally invests millions of his own money into these companies before ever turning a profit. So, so yeah, I mean, he's... Oh yeah,
5: Tesla almost closed his doors. Yeah,
3: Tesla almost broke him. Like, he had so much of his own money in Tesla when he got those, uh, you know, the the government uh, funds, which they paid back 10 years early, I might add, and, you know, is now making a profit off of Tesla. So, you know, he could have stretched it out, you know, lived off of the, you know... They go those government bonds and then just said, whoops, hey, you know, my company's defunct, sorry. But, you know, instead, they got enough people behind that company to say, hey, this is worth buying these cars. They're, you know, they're good cars. They're solid. I mean, shoot, Car and Driver, if I'm not mistaken, was uh, named. It, no, sorry. Consumer Reports named it the, you know, best car that they had reviewed safety-wise.
5: Unless you're Jeremy Clarkson of BBC Top Gear.
3: Oh yeah. Well, you know what? Those guys have even since yeah. admitted that they have a bias towards the gas-driven cars because they're car guys, they're car nuts. You know. Electric cars are not something that you know they see as quote real cars. So you know they've they've admitted that they gave it you know a pretty harsh review. But I, I just
2: I just like hearing about CEOs that have some moral character. It's yeah, it's so nice yeah.
3: to hear it's, because there's so few of them out there.
7: Well, I mean, he made it known. Where he stands way back in the 80s. Yeah. If anybody was fucking listening, Tesla straight up said, signs, signs, everywhere the signs. Blocking up (laughs) the season. Here we go. Wasting my mind. Do (laughs) this, don't do that. Can't you read the signs? Huh? The sign says long hair, freaky people need not apply.
4: (laughs) So I I jumped
7: the fence and ran right in. I said, hey what fuck gives you, you. To right yeah come on learn you the fucking put about. up a fence Maybe. keep people out keep mother nature in he's a cowboy man if God was here right now he'd tell you your face well if God existed he'd tell you your face man you're some kind of sinner
3: you you you're are dead. aware that Tesla remade that song right <laughs> it yeah. was originally done by five man electrical band yeah who
7: okay. made it who made it right
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: five man I, I didn't know
4: about I didn't know about the Tesla because, cover so because, I was wondering how the hell he knew the lyrics to that song <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's ni- ninety three. I think ninety two, ninety three. Tesla did a, a cover of it, okay. and they so named it wasn't the, the 80s, and they named the, the ba- They named the album Five Man Acoustical Jam" to kind nice. of play off of the yeah the original. Strange, things.
7: but uh, they are showing how the evolution of the electrical moves into the lithium ion and the nuclear. What
3: the hell? Dun dun dun! <laughs> <laughs> Go on.
4: I'm being silly. Was that some like, nerdy, nerdy <laughs> joke that none of us got? <laughs> kind of.
3: I was curious <laughs> where you were going with that because I'm like, I know. Well, Tesla,
7: you know, he knew how to harness electricity from the very air. Ah, okay.
3: No, he yeah. wasn't trying to harness electricity in the air. He was trying to wirelessly, wirelessly transmit electricity from his generating station to light bulbs, utilities, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cetera. played Command &
5: Conquer. I know. <laughs> No, I don't think you do. The I ground. don't think you do. ground, too.
3: he was also. Well, he was using the ground as the ground for the electricity, and then the electricity would travel. Happy circumstance. He was the actually
7: air. also. He really was trying to just figure out how to get electricity just from the ether. Mm-hmm. And he was close. And to get and that's it, that's why to, Westinghouse and was like along kill him. Elon, Elon Musk. Uh, Elon
0: Muskovat. Elon Musk route. Muskrat. He <laughs> was Elon Muskrat love. He wanted to just. Give electricity to people, right? When he brought his proposal to the to the big big money, they were all like, "Yeah, but how do you monetize this?" And he's like, "Well, what do you what? what? You mean
3: Nikola Tesla? Yeah, you said Elon Musk, I think. No, no, no. he went the Elon oh, okay. Musk route of oh, giving see. to the people. The I that see.
0: started this whole fucking conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to call back to the beginning.
3: <laughs> I got gotcha. you.
6: You're throwing off my hands,
0: man. Mike Hinges Drake. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Drake Mike, drop. Mike Drake. Love Will.
2: My a way. Mike Drake.
5: All right. (laughs)
2: Austrian. Rockefeller's,
5: Carnegie's, things like that. (laughs) Anyways, go ahead.
2: Austrian startup Trilight Technologies first partnered with Vienna University Technology in 2013. (laughs) Trilight. Trilight. Everyone else has, with the goal of developing a 3D image generator that would work without the use of 3D glasses, and now it seems the firm has perfected its first prototype. (gasps) Holodeck. The system uses a, syst- uh, uses a system of lasers that projects beams in different directions with a very fine angular resolution that allows viewers to see different image in each eye, creating the impression of three dimensions. If the technology is scaled up to the size of something like an ad in New York Times Square, for example, passerbys would see a different image from different sides of the projector, creating the illusion that you're walking past a real object that changes based on where you're standing. The initial prototype has a very small resolution, but Trilight employees are confident the system can easily be expanded. These days, we're mostly acquainted with 3D technology through the movies. For their prototype, though, Trilight has crafted a new 3D projection format that could use many more cameras to create a fuller 3D effect without the use of the glasses. The company is developing a new, more advanced prototype right now, hopes to launch commercially in 2016, and it seems like they they're are focusing more toward things like billboards and
4: things like that. So it's the ads and minority report. Yeah.
3: yeah. You know, I... J- traveling through the CES show floor this year, several companies and big companies, not like, you know, your the little side project companies that you see, had the glasses-free televisions this year. They're for the 3D. And they just did not look good. I mean... It's, it's in,
2: using that same technology that the, the 3DS has.
3: Yeah, it's the lenticular... Well... It's it's a modification of it. It uses the yeah. uh uh the polarizing lens over the uh, over the television screen. The three D S has the camera that tracks your eyes that are supposed to, you know, give you the, the better three D experience. These TVs did not have that eye tracking since of course you know, multiple people are gonna be watching the TV. It'd be very difficult to implement. But uh Yeah, it just just I was not impressed by
2: that. The viewing mm-hmm. like the three DS, you have to be within a specific viewing yeah. area. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how I was to ask. And this one that's where this one seems to be different with the way these they're describing these lasers that you basically kind of stand around it. Okay, so So yeah, we'll see what happens with this.
3: know, yeah, there's some interesting new technologies coming out that are you know Sounds
7: more like it works like lenticular imaging.
3: Trying to project in the air.
7: Future lenticulars. Every time you move past a certain area, you see a yeah. different
4: image. Have you seen – there's an artist here in town that works with that medium. She, Her stuff is in um, – uh, Maui, if you're in a place for sunglasses, Maui Gym Sunglasses will be artwork that we put on the polarized glasses. The artwork completely changes.
3: Hmm. Interesting. It's, it's pretty cool. No, I haven't but seen she, this. She's it
4: sounds here. great. She, I mean, you see her stuff in sunglass stores and expensive science museums. Like, there's, a huge, there's three oh, huge okay. pieces you did at the Science Museum in Boston I saw years ago, and, you know, a couple of years ago. And she's she's a local. And you weren't yeah, wearing here. sunglasses at that point. You're like, well, I don't see anything. No, uh. in, in the museum, there's uh, polarized uh, glass hanging Makes sense. at different uh. places. So as you walk by, you're seeing it in and out of the... Yeah. Yeah.
2: Interesting. Director Steven Soderbergh, a world-class filmmaker who resume includes Sex, Lies, and Videotape, Out of Sight, Ocean's Eleven, Traffic, Aaron Brockovich a remake of Solaris, and many more, has created his own cut of Stanley Kubrick's cinematic masterpiece and sci-fi landmark, 2001, A Space Odyssey. And it's not as if he thinks he can improve on it. In fact, at his extension 765 website, where he has posted his cut, Soderbergh has wrote that if 2001 is not, quote, the most impressively imagined and sustained piece of visual art created in the 20th century, then it's tied for first, unquote. But noting that he watched the film three times in 2014 alone, in addition to reading a book on its making, he admitted maybe this is what happens when you spend too much time with a movie. You start thinking about it when it's not around. You start wanting to touch it. I've been watching 2001 A Space Odyssey regularly for four decades. It wasn't until a few years ago I started thinking about touching it and then over the holidays... oh boy, <laughs> I decided to make my move. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why now? I don't know. Maybe I wasn't old enough to touch it until now. <laughs> wow. wow. Maybe I was too scared to touch it until now. Unquote.
7: Uh, he's awesome. Good for him. Yeah. Do whatever you want. I hope, you know, don't fuck it. But, of course, whatever. But, you know. <laughs> it he's, like he uh, he's touching it now that he's uh, yeah. no longer afraid. He's, uh, <laughs> Is this cut called
4: Sex-Wise? Just talked about babies? him
7: on this recent uh video cast which will be up in about five months and uh you'll see oh, uh how uh he <laughs> I, he did the forward for that guided by voices historical uh book and um he's a huge gbv fan i am also a huge guided by voices and 2001 fan so he i get it
3: he doesn't want to fuck it paul he wants to make sweet love to it mm. paul to the movie you've got your eyes to a chain what
4: You've got your eyes closed, and you're gently rocking like you're a blind blues musician. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's how I work.
2: Oh. Soderbergh claims to have seen 2001 over the years in almost every format possible, from 60mm film to fresh 70mm negative on the Warner Brothers lot. Wow. It went with a Blu-ray copy from which to make his edit. The new version is 110 minutes long, a full half hour shorter than Kubrick's 140 minute final cut and make some significant changes to the original. Soderbergh has done this kind of thing before. Rescoring Raiders of the Lost Ark and turning it black and white was one of his projects, along with making a mashup of the original Psycho with its 98 remake. Soderbergh seems to love the original film, so he apparently does these experiments simply for fun and maybe to learn a little bit about what makes them tick.
4: Mm -hmm. I guarantee you the last 15 minutes of the movie are a lot of what got cut. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I, I I love this stuff. I love that people are recutting things, ch- making a new piece of art, and just putting yeah. it out
0: there. Yeah. It's actually a great concept.
2: Uh, according to Variety, a Netflix spokesperson has confirmed that rumors of Doctor Who and other beloved BBC series disappearing from the streaming service at the end of the month have been greatly exaggerated. Uh many Ever are since sp-
4: everybody went, ah!
2: Exactly. I, when you told me, I would went, ah. Mm-hmm. And-
4: I was binge-watching Doctor Who trying to catch up on the last bit. Mm-hmm.
2: Many are staying, but we are losing some. uh, Fans should plan to enjoy Faulty Towers, Black Adder, MI5, and Red Dwarf before February 1st. No,
7: not Red Dwarf. Because
2: they will be no longer available.
7: Ah, God damn it. Why you? Oh, boo. God damn it. Fuck. Fuck. Ass. Shit. Fish. Fish. Shit. Fish. Fuck. 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 Red Dwarf is great. Fuck.
3: Boo! Write Whatever. letters. Ma- make your vocals oh, known. Oh, fuck them! They take transformers. transformers. Did it, fuck em. it? Did it mention That's anything true. about they the do. fact that they were in like essentially eleventh-hour uh, contract
2: negotiations? They were in TVC contract negotiations, that. and some yeah. were up, some weren't. Yeah, but uh, they're gonna
4: fix it. They'll bring them back. Is Boo! There, is there a place you can find the list of what's going and what's staying?
2: yo know, there's plenty of places. Find. Okay. There are websites dedicated to what stays and goes on that. changes. It was,
7: yeah,
3: right. I was gonna. I wanted to say it was even Variety that said that. Looks like both sides were working towards a deal that was going to be beneficial to both and that it was almost done. Like, it was almost a done deal. But
2: uh. Wow, twice in one cast. Right. There he goes. And <laughs> the final story, Scott Loxley is walking around Australia wearing your standard set of sand trooper armor, including the bucket helmet, in an attempt to raise $100,000 for the Monash Children's Hospital. And this week he told his Facebook followers the armor actually may have saved his life. Loxley said that he was surprised to find that what he'd mistaken for just another dead snake along the road was actually a live specimen of the highly venomous King Brown Snake, which immediately lunged out. Fortunately, its fangs coroned uselessly off of one of the fabled shin guards of the Imperial Infantry. (laughs) Quote, I could feel the teeth on the plastic scra- scraping, but the armor actually stopped something, he said. <laughs> <laughs> so, all those people who rag on the old stormtroopers, you know the armor doesn't do this, doesn't do that. It stopped the snake bite and probably <coughs> saved my life today. Yeah, but if an Ewok unquote. was after
3: him, he'd be screwed. Oh, that's it, yeah. yeah no. That's hilarious. Wow. <laughs> Armor can't stop blasters, but it can stop a freaking venomous snake from from biting your shin. You don't have to
4: worry about koalas anymore. They're all wearing mittens.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I got. What do you got? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. And thanks for tuning in. We always like to have you join us. And, of course, listen to the ice cream social. It's where happening. Listen to the ice cream
7: social. (laughs) Subscribe.
4: You hear that, shock monkeys. You listen.
7: You do it. You do what I say. Please. I love you all. And until next week, I am
2: Master Torgo. I'm
7: the famous Paul.
4: It is Jeff. Commander K. The new improved cyborg fact check dandy. Some guy. (laughs) Fuck. We're probably mad. We should call you you,
7: uh, Shinbiter.
4: Shinbiter. Shinbiter. You think he's a snake instead of a Canadian? Yep.
7: (laughs) See, people can give me grief
4: about my snake jokes on... uh, the ice cream social. No. Uh, I have not heard a snake joke in recent episodes. Well, it's not been. A, it's been a okay. while,
7: but there was that big run that I did with all the snake puns. But see, snakes are the real deal. Yeah, that's why <laughs> stormtroopers... That's why you're big in Australia. Yes,
4: snakes exist.
7: Stormtroopers wear all that armor because uh, what people don't realize is that
2: the Death Star is overwrought <laughs>
4: with...
7: <laughs>
2: snakes. Someone brought one up on as a pet. Someone had another pet. They got together. Well,
7: it's just like any of us. You, you, you seen that fucking thing in the in the garbage disposal? That was a baby snake.
4: Once, and that's why they had to kill Samuel Jackson. I just in, see a the, black the, in the, uh, prequels. God damn
5: these snakes on a goddamn jack Star. That's
4: where I was going, buddy. And that's
0: why you don't hear that Pete is a part of the uh, Rebel Alliance. They blew up the Death Star and killed all those snakes. Yes, you may <laughs> defeat me, but the snakes will be biting your ankles as you try to escape.
1: Oh, I'm afraid there are lots <laughs> of snakes still
7: ready to bite your fucking feet. I'll talk to you next week. And, you think.
4: and, and the snakes didn't die. They're space snakes. They can you know live in space. space yeah, that's yeah. what you guys say.
3: Oh, man.
7: They're like, they're the, they're like uh Metalocalypse, the better metal snake,
4: baby snakes.
7: That's where I got, uh, Ann's nickname.
4: You call your Whoa. wife baby snake.
7: I call her snakey. Oh. We were out on the lake and listening to that song. That song came on and, and that baby snake song from Zappa came on and I was just like, Oh shit. And I started calling her baby snake. So I call her baby snake or snakey still.
4: Mm-hmm. That's nice. Sweet. That's cute. That's
7: where it came from. That's part of it. Well, I was already <laughs> Whoa I was already I was already Calling her Snakey But then when that like like Baby Snakes came I put on I was already I was I was already Calling her Snakey That's when, when that, I
0: started Calling her there Except for the times That was before <laughs> Well, then when
7: Baby Snakes came on I was like, forget it Zappa is good enough for Zappa It's good enough for my wife So
4: Zappa gave you The baby part Right Gotcha Baby Snakes
3: <laughs> It's a hilarious song I've ever heard it I, I have
7: I know you have <laughs> I don't think Anybody else here
3: has well, I don't know one of the few Zappa songs I don't Okay, know I gotta ask. About.
4: Why the hell were you calling her a snake before? I call her snake because she's, snake. she's sneaky. She's sneaky like a, snake. And, she like, no, I'm I'm like, a
7: snake. and she's always like, no, I'm not. I'm like, bullshit. You're a sneaky ass snake. And like, no, like, it's true. And now she's accepted like, no, like, it. She's sneaky and snake. Nothing new with
4: Snake Bliskin.
7: No, 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 no. She wouldn't even know the first thing. No, She'd be like, what? Escape no from New York? To know no, about her no, no. or... Nope. It's just sneaky. Snakey, snakey, snakey. Sometimes
0: invent the strangest shit. Fact check, Andy, inventing shit. And Just, she bites you know. my ankles.
7: That's why I have all that <laughs> torture. tattoo
4: of a snake.
0: Yeah, what's that fucking got to do with Anne?
4: Nothing. <laughs> snake <laughs> Buskin. Nothing. Man, snake. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Man.
1: Green light, kid. We did it.